You've heard the critics' reviews, you've heard the Karens' reviews. But what about a review from the average avid media consumer? Here on Average Reviews, a fairly normal teenage daughter and father duo, not teenage father, will review a new book, game, movie, or television show each week. Don't forget to butter those peanuts. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, um, welcome back, guys, to our second. Oh, are we off? Yeah, it records straight away. (laughs) Okay. I know, I wasn't expecting it either. (laughs) Professional. Woo. Yeah. Crack on. So, today we're going to be reviewing, um, Doom Patrol, season Doom one. Doom Patrol. And we must stress season one, so spoilers ahead. Spoiler alert. Wah, wah. So I'll just sit here and do the sound effects for you. That's great, because I'm probably going to be the only one talking. Pretty much. As always. Because right. you're gobby. Yes. Let's get straight into it. Um, <clears throat> what did <clears throat> you think of the characters? I love the way you do this. Um, yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking? Flawed. They were all flawed, but it worked well, and they were a good ensemble. And without a doubt, hands down, Crazy Jane is the best character, and so well acted. Oh yeah, she. The actress is absolutely incredible. I agree. By the way, I'm really sorry if you can hear any background noise. Um, we're currently, obviously, not in the same room together because we're... Social distancing. Social distancing. And so my, my parents are just, like, shouting in the background. So that's fun. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I I mean, I have a different favourite character. I always do, don't I wonder who it will be. Hmm. No wonder. Larry. I I loved him so much. He, Did you like him or the thing inside him? Both. I I liked them as a combination as I and I liked them as separate beings. Um what was your least favorite character? Well, if you mean out of like the main characters, it's probably going to be the same as yours, which is unfortunate. Well, I don't think that you're going to class who I'm thinking of as my least favourite as the main character, or a main character. Well, you go first then. Um, my least favourite character... Which what? Niles, the professor. Ah... Uh... Um, yeah, I can see that, but I don't think he was really meant to be that good of a character either, because especially as he wasn't in it for the majority, effectively. And he was, spoiler alert, a bad guy. Well. He was a bad guy. He, like, literally tortured them. Well. 
Bless you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's just talk about each character individually because that's the only way we're going to get some length to this. Um, so, okay. Crazy Jane, we'll start with Crazy Jane. Yes. Multi-dimensional character performance was spot on. Um, a lot of depth to her. Yeah, I, I think she was the most thoroughly explored character because she had the most to explore. So, I'm on board with that. Her, which part of her was your favourite? As in which of her personalities? Well, yeah. Um, probably Penny Farthing. Oh, I loved Penny. Oh, it was so cool. I don't know. I just... Terrible English accent, but <laughs> that just added to it. But I think it's because that's like what people think of for the English accent from back then. Oh, yeah, because that, that's like proper Oliver Twist. Yeah. I liked Hammerhead as well. I liked Baby Doll. Didn't really get anything from her, to be honest. I I just think that one of the reasons that I like her so much is because of how well acted she was. I think the the actress who played Jane was incredibly talented to be able to play like so many different characters while playing the same character. And who was that then? What the actress? Yes. Um I did follow her on Instagram, but I don't remember her name. Research for you. Shows how well prepared we are. (laughs) Well prepared. Her name is Diane. Jesus. Um, Guerrero. That was not how you pronounce it, but that's what you're getting, I guess. Nailed it. (laughs) Yes. Um. Right. So, Cliff. What did we think of Cliff? I wanted to love him because I love Brendan Fraser. Fraser? Fraser? I don't know. Fraser. And um, obviously he's not been acting for quite a while and I think this is one of the first big things that he's done since he's decided to come back. But I just... I don't know. I just couldn't buy into him properly. He he acted it well enough, but the character himself is just a bit... Yeah, especially bearing in mind for the majority of it, all it is is Brendan Fraser's voice. He's not actually doing yeah. the acting, so. It's hard to get any emotion through the face of the character. Because obviously he's in a metal suit. Spoiler alert. Jesus. Yes, spoiler. But yeah, he's probably one of the most flawed characters there was on there as well. That's because he was a horrible person before his accident. Well, exactly. So he had like sort of a semi-redemption arc, but it wasn't ever really carried through properly, if you ask me. He was still always... I wouldn't exactly say whiny, but he was he was along those lines. He, he wasn't. He never really saw. I don't know how to explain. He never committed to the whole. 
Yeah, like he always tried to help, but in the worst way possible. And like, in a selfish way at times yeah. as well. Like when he was trying to help Jane, he wasn't helping Jane. He was just trying to apologize so that Jane wasn't mad at him. And then just coincidentally ended up saving Jane. But I think that he has a very odd relationship with Jane because as the crazy old massive woman, I can't remember her name, like when she made him into a brain, she made Jane into his daughter because that's what they see each other as and stuff like that. And I think that I think that was a very interesting dynamic to their relationship, but I don't know that it was that well developed. Father. Okay, it appears we're having some technical difficulties. Um, can you hear me? I couldn't then, no. But you can now. I can now, yes. I've just given like this whole 10 minute speech that was absolutely bang on perfect. Oh, I could literally and hear none of it. What a shame. But yeah, what I was saying was along the lines of I think they were they were aiming for like a sort of father-daughter type relationship, but it was never really fleshed out on and then they sort of moved away from that. Yeah. I think that's so something that they should have stuck with. Yeah, because obviously Cliff had the big thing about his daughter. At one point she was dead, then she wasn't dead, blah, 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 blah. So I think that sort of swayed it in a way because he was like the father figure to Jane and then his real kid was suddenly alive and I th that might be why they dropped it which is subtle and good writing but I, it made no sense because it was just so abrupt it was like it was there and then it wasn't and wasn't properly explained or anything yeah but that's because his daughter was dead and then she suddenly wasn't yeah but yeah Right, what did we think to Larry? To Larry. 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 Larry! Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, again, a deeply flawed character, but not in the sense that he was a bad guy. He just couldn't live the life he wanted, and that was down to the circumstances of that era as well, I guess. And he never yeah. really reconciled with it until it was too late. It, like, his storyline was the only one that made me cry. <laughs> I and know. I, cried so much. <laughs> I know. I have a video of it. It's funny. It really isn't. <laughs> it is. And if we get any requests for it, I will post it. <laughs> but, no, I don't. Yeah, I, I love Matt Bomer. I love Matt Bomer anyway. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he, he acted it very well. And Larry as a character, like I say, is a good character. He was the most relatable of them all, I think. To me, anyway. He was, because he was just kind of like sarcastic and not really in it, but then he like kind of had to be in it. I just, I liked that quality. What did we think of the thing inside of him? <sighs> It's a tough one for that is for me because I think it that it could have been fleshed out a lot more and there could have been a lot more of 
some sort of relationship. Bearing in mind they've been living together for like what fifty odd years or whatever. I think that they're... and they only really start trying to talk to each other then. It's just weird. I think that they're going to develop it more in season two. I haven't looked at anything about season two yet because it's not out in um, England, but. I, th- I reckon that that's going to be something that they do because that's what they were doing at the end of season one. Exactly. They've got to continue that on. They constantly just stop it and say, oh, no, actually, we're going back to where you can't talk, you don't understand, you don't care about each other because mm-hmm. they've moved past that. They've helped each other out and they've got that bond now. But that's what I didn't understand it, like 50 years and then suddenly, yeah, we can do this and it's sorted. Well, it, that that frustrated me. A load of those years he was in the ant farm and then he was just coasting through trying to ignore it as much as he could. And then Cliff came and then it was like, it kind of was pushed into action because the chief went missing. I know. It's just, uh, it would have been nice to have it a bit more fleshed out to start with as well, instead of him just trying to ignore it as much as he did. I understand where you're coming from. What did we think to... Um... Rita. Rita, yeah. I liked her. Me too. There we go, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I liked her backstory and I liked the, the, like the thing that she thought was the worst, like the thing that um, Mr. Nobody held over her was inherent, like it was bad, but it wasn't bad because it wasn't exactly her fault what happened, but she took it on. And she lived with it for all those years. And I think, like, she's, I don't know if she is the oldest, but she seems like the oldest and the most, um, I don't know, conscious of them all. Conscientious. Yeah. Not just the most awake. Well, that is a good point. She probably can't sleep very well either, though. She what? I I don't know. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop. Right, cyborg. Um. Yeah. Cyborg. I agree with you. I was just kind of not, not really into his. And the thing is, he's been in like three this era. As in cyborg, the character, not the actor. Yeah. And I'm just kind of getting sick of seeing him, to be honest. I'm not. I just don't think this was... I don't think any of them, apart from probably Teen Titans Go, is a cyborg that I've liked. Mm. And this one's just a little bit too... This I will say he's whiny. Mm-hmm. And it's the same uh, thing over and over with him. He was like, oh, I don't trust my dad. I don't trust my dad. That was that was his backstory. That was it. It it was just kind of, ugh. yeah. He was the one with probably the least amount of depth to his character. And I kill my mom. I don't trust my dad. We didn't really get to understand his relationship with the chief either. So he just rocked up. Like the, yeah. There's nothing. There's no fleshing out of him. No, exactly. It's the one which had the least depth. Yeah. What do we think to Mr. Nobody? 
I loved him because I love Alan Tudyk. I think he's an amazing actor. The FX of him were just horrendous. I wouldn't say horrendous. It was. I think they were exactly how they meant to be. No. I I like the body didn't look that bad. It was just the mouth. The mouth threw me off. It didn't move like a mouth. Oh, I wonder why. Because it was CGI. Exactly. That's why it's bad. I I liked it. I didn't think I couldn't fault it. It was what it was. But I think we can all agree that the best character is Admiral Whiskers. No, the best <laughs> is Danny the Street. Danny the Street, by far. Both I, good supporting characters. I adored Danny. It, it was, was a nice little slant. Yeah, it's so refreshing to, one, see a drag bar in a mainstream television show, because, like... You don't really see that. And then to have the street be one sentient and two genderqueer, I'm just... Representation is there, and I'm here for it. So, yeah. Good. <laughs> what did you think of the plot? Um, in a way, it was... Like you same old, same old sort of thing. Someone's been kidnapped. We need to rescue him. But I think the way they went about it, all the side plots to it and everything, I think it was very well done. And I think it was just a brilliant, brilliant TV show mm-hmm. with one of the best moments of television I have ever, ever seen. It was incredible. And I was so gobsmacked. I was really, really not expecting that. <laughs> Oh, I was in tears laughing. It, I was just amazing. I was watching it at like 11 o'clock at night. In fact, it was probably 12 o'clock at night. And I was... That's your bedtime. <laughs> I was just dead. It was amazing. For any of you um, who are unsure which moment we're referring to, um, two words, wrong flex. So there you go. <laughs> Oh, still makes me chuckle. <laughs> but I love the um, comedy aspects of it. I think that was beautifully well done. And I really, really liked the fact that Mr. Nobody was the narrator. I, I liked the relationship that you built with him through his narrating. And I just really liked how he narrated. Yes, I agree. And again, that might be because of my love for Alan Tudyk, but... I think it was just really well done and the fact that it was weaved into the story the way it was and everything and just all the supporting characters as well. I think they all played their parts fantastically well. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it was very, very well written and very well thought out. I'd be interested to know how close it is to the source material as well, if Mm -hmm. there is any. I know, like, obviously there's the comic so is it based on that is it taken directly from that i don't know i'm going to look into that at some point yeah we basically have just abruptly done this because i finished watching it last night so we were like we need to put an episode out let's get on with it hence the lack of preparation yeah this is probably going to be one of the worst episodes we ever do because it's so just blah 
I disagree. This will be pretty average for what we actually put out there. <laughs> that is not hopeful. Oh, so... um. I'm only doing it for fun. It's not like we've got an audience. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is just for us. So I don't um, feel crazy when I talk to myself about shows. Pretty much. And at least this way we have a, something coming out of it instead of you just giving me stupid video calls, just blaring on for half an hour and saying absolutely nothing. Yeah. At least with this, there's some structure to it and an actual outcome. And I'd, right, back to the show. I don't know if it was intentional, but there were four actors who played characters in Supernatural. And I'm sure it was not intentional in any way. <laughs> Probably not. So it was really, it was weird because I've not seen any of them in anything else because I've like only just got into Supernatural and I only just got up to date. Absolutely blitzed through it. Yeah, it took me a matter of like two months to watch 14 seasons of television. Which is... Because you have no life. I have no life. But yeah, I just thought I'd add that in for any Supernatural fans. Which you should all be, I say to my non-existent audience. Completely agree, though. That is, hands down, the best TV show. It lost the plot a little bit, but it started to pull it back as well, so... I've got high hopes for the next one. Like, we're just going to go off on a tangent here. We always do. But you say... oh. oh. I don't say that. (laughs) No, I just got a notification that Misha Collins had posted, so how fitting... I can't remember what I was going to say now. You were going oh, to say God. that I say it went off the boil and you're disagreeing. Yeah, I don't know where you think it went off. Because I... I Don't worry. Yeah, minor technical difficulties. We're still trying to work out how to, how to do things. So this is going great. <laughs> Top notch. Top notch. Um, but yeah, obviously you'll have to put your editing skills to use there and that'll be something. I don't have editing skills, just so you know. This is going to be an absolute mess. Yeah, well, as we said, we've got no audience, so who cares? Exactly. Gosh, I just need to live in the moment and be free. All right, weirdo. But anyway, as I was saying before this app decided to completely mess up my jam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've lost track again, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Supernatural, I don't know where you think it stops being good. My phone keeps putting bloody stupid apps on. Um, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head where it was because it's been a while since I actually watched it. But I know there was a definite dip in quality at some point, and it just seemed to lose its way a bit. And then, like I say, it started to hit its 
groove again. Maybe it's because I watched it so so fast that it just all blended into one, so I couldn't even notice a difference in quality. I'm sure that will make some difference. <laughs> so, um, just to wrap up talking about um, Doom Patrol before we move on. I what thought we, we already think? had moved on. Well, I've got one last question. Where do we think it's going to go next? Season two. Wow. Insight for you. Profound. I honestly have no idea. It's one of those shows that could go absolutely anywhere. I'm pretty sure his daughter's going to have a big part in it. With the whole watch thing and her face when she found it, there's that little bit of realisation there. So I reckon there'll be something building from that. But I don't think she'll have a big part in it. Didn't mean his daughter, but okay. Oh, who's do- oh Niles's. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, she, well, she's going to have to in a way with the, how it was like ended and stuff. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I've seen some promo pictures of her, like in the promo. Don't care. Movie. Don't tell me. Don't spoil I'm it. Not, I'm not going to. Even I'm though we seven. I know what she looks like. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, for all people that are disappointed with the spoilers, I apologise because I do hate it myself. But it is what it is. We've got to talk about it. So, I mean. I wouldn't suggest clicking on something that's reviewing something if you've not finished watching it. It all depends on the reviews because some reviews are just top level. Yes, it's good. It's Excel's here, blah, blah, blah. Others are, oh, by the way, in this episode, this thing happens and then the whole world changes and people die. So I don't know. Well, we're just doing it the best way. Yeah, we're just doing it our way. Which is so, Model 3. Woo! Another thing that we have recently watched was The Hunt, starring the girl from Glow, and I do not remember her name. The girl from Glow. That's another great television show that everybody should watch. Her it name is. is Betty Gilpin. Yes. Completely went against what my expectations of the film were. I went into it pretty much blind, to be honest, and how I saw it, it didn't seem to be the film it actually ended out being, and I was blown away by it, and I loved it. It was brilliant. It was kind of like ready or not in that kind of shock factor of, wow, I just didn't expect this to turn out the way that it has. Yeah. So I went into it thinking that it was going to be a film that I hated watching because I was going to get super stressed and then it just turned into an absolute comedic masterpiece (laughs) complete balls to the wall action film with comedy well thrown in like you're introduced to the character of say the character that Emma Roberts played yoga pants and then I was like oh my god Emma Roberts is in this film I forgot about that and then she died. And I was spoilers. Just... Well, obviously spoilers. 
And I was just kind of sat there in silence like, what? And I was just laughing of how much you'd built Emma Roberts up to that point as well. And then suddenly just like gone. No, you can't kill Emma Roberts. But yeah, the first five or ten minutes, you know exactly what you're going in for despite the fact how the first two or three minutes makes it look like, you you know that you need to strap in and just accept what is about to be thrown at your face. But I absolutely loved the character that Betty Gilpin played, Crystal. I think that she was just so... Just, I don't even know what word to use. And I, I, I loved, I just loved it. Definitely a great character. Yes, I agree. But again, in that, I don't think there were many weak characters either. No, there were just some that died straight away. Yes. Like Emma Roberts. <sighs> but I think that one of my favourite scenes was the like fight scene at the end. Why? <laughs> Ah, glad you asked. I don't know. It was just really cool. <laughs> I think it had a perfect balance of gritty action, like stabbing people with whatever they stabbed them with, and then them just lying there like, All right, hold on a sec, I need a minute, and then going straight back into their fighting. I thought it was beautifully crafted. Mine was the shop. Oh, the shop was good. I think it was a little bit obvious, but I enjoyed oh, it yeah. all the same. I knew it as soon as they walked in. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have a thing because my father is normally very, very good at guessing the plots of films. And I no, am I'm not. You're just to- thick. Yeah, I'm trying to develop that skill. So now every time I guess a plot line correctly, I get really proud. And high-pitched. Well, that's just a given. And I think you'll find I was laughing then. That's why it went so high-pitched. I know what you mean. <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> But yeah, it it was a film that just completely went against my expectations. I love it when that happens. I've just realised that I've forgotten all the details of our social media accounts to plug at the end. Well, something to worry about at the end. Because we've still got some nonsense to ramble about for a bit. Yeah, that's, that's fun. What nonsense do you want to ramble about now? I don't know, because I, I don't think we've covered The Hunt that much other than saying it's a good film and I recommend watching it, but I don't think there's much more we can go into it with. It's just kind of a film that you've got to sit Experience. and watch. Yeah. There's not um, a lot that goes into the actual film in a way, but it's it's just great. It's a great film. All of the we've said, yes, yeah, spoilers trying like making it seem like they'll have already watched it and now we're telling them to watch it we really didn't think this through you didn't 
Shut up. Um, but yeah, we're thinking of things to do next week. So if you do have any um, any suggestions, yes, all then... those thousands of you listening, please get in touch. Let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback. We have a Twitter account, which is um, give me a second. I will find it. It is Ad um, Reviews Podcast, I believe. Ad Review Podcast. There's no S. Well, that's stupid. And we have one follow. Oh, and hang on. On, on that moment of talking about Twitter, if the owner of Average Reviews listens to this no longer wants their Twitter handle, please let us know because we want it. Thank you. Yeah, we want to steal it, and we will kill you if that is... I want to steal it. We just want it. They're not using it. They haven't used it. It would suit us because it matches our brand. Not that we have a brand. At all. I'm pretty sure we have um, an email account. We do. Do you remember the um, details? Commissions at baddronestuff.com. <laughs> I don't think that's the right one. No, it's um requests at average reviews dot com, I believe. Something. You can just send a few emails to a few different email addresses and we'll pick one of them up, hopefully. Uh Got a website, nothing on it yet. Oh, there is, is there? Yeah, yes, there is. There's the first episode and the second episode, I guess, as well, if you can call it that. So, yeah, that's www.averagereviews.com, I believe. Could be getting all this wrong. Um, .co.uk. Is it? Well, yeah. put that on the email as well. It's not .com, it's .co.uk. Uh, We've not got a Facebook page, we've not got Instagram, we've not got whatever else there is out there. We might be starting a YouTube or Twitch account, so um, look out for that. Yeah, get to see our pretty faces. That will be a horror film. You there? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. I'm assuming you didn't catch that, so... um. No, no, it just all went dark. Fun. Right, shush now. Okay. <laughs> Last question... Before we end, is um, oh, are you watching, or, yes, are we watch, Are you watching or reading anything interesting at the moment? I am. Um, well, I've just started Conan the Barbarian, the Jason Momoa version. So the answer to am I watching or reading anything interesting is no. That is fun. It kills the time. <laughs> How um, about you? 
I'm currently reading the most recent book in the Hunger Games series, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Snakes. Snakes. Snapes. Every time, Father. Every time. And I'm about halfway through now, and it's very, very good, and I would definitely recommend reading it if you have read or seen The Hunger Games. And um, well, If you've seen The Hunger Games and not read the books, do yourself a favour and read the books. Oh, yeah, definitely. Always read the books. No, don't always read the books. Always. And I'm currently watching Future Man. So, it's fun. Where are you? <laughs> like episode five. Of what? Season one. Uh, You've restarted one. it? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I couldn't remember where I got to last time, so I'm just watching it all over again. It's a good show, so why not? Very good show. And I really like Josh Hutchison, so. So if you're listening, Josh, hit her up. That sounds creepy. In a platonic way. Yeah. Only creepy if you've got a creepy mind. Everybody has a creepy mind nowadays, Father. I don't. Okay. I'm sweet and innocent. That's a lie if ever I heard one. Nope. Sweet and innocent. Right. Well, I think that that shall be the note that we end on. So. It would be something different if I could remember my catchphrase. <laughs> Don't forget to put those peanuts. Oh God, I thought you would have forgotten it. No. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, at Review Podcast, whatever at averagereviews.co.uk. In fact, send it to whatever at averagereviews.co.uk. It'll get to us. Um, if you do want some bad drawn art as well, please email us at commissions at baddrawnstuff.com. Yeah, we, well, I say we. My dad mainly draws things badly. Names in the title. Very badly. Like, names in the title. That was names. our first project that we tried to do, but somebody can't be bothered to actually carry that one on. No, somebody can be bothered, but somebody gets frustrated because they have no talent and somebody can't think That's of something. That's the whole anymore. point. Bad drawn stuff. You're not meant to have talent. Well, if anybody has any requests, I will personally do them, draw them for you. Okay, I'd like a self-portrait, please. That's not going to happen. Don't say anyone who wants to request you'll do it if you won't do anyone it. Anyone who isn't set a precedent father. and do it. No, do it. One day we'll post it to our Twitter. Yes, we will. So, on that note, again, bon voyage. Listen. Don't forget to butter your peanuts. Great. Don't forget to butter your peanuts. Goodbye. So it appears that throughout the episode there are a few um, audio errors and I will hereby apologise for those. I have no idea what I'm doing and it my editing skills aren't there so I've just had to compile all the different segments 
So at one point it does just abruptly stop and that's because the recording stopped really randomly. So I apologize for any um unpleasant re unpleasant tree while reading watching re listening there we go to this episode. 